Good afternoon to my favorite people. I'll just call you my Lou crew. If you haven't guessed, I'm your host, Lou Gerlock from Think Chat, and I'm having fun with today's episode. Welcome to confession number 123, where we're going to focus on our learning journey with ChatGPT. As we end 2023, I want us to think about where technology has greatly exploded this past year and where it is rapidly going in the years to come. We cannot pretend that it won't change our role as educators. Of course it will. At the same time, we need to look at AI as a partner in getting information more quickly and sometimes more accurately. We've known for quite some time that the internet is a depository of information and we as educators are the facilitators of meaning making. Our role will require us to continue to know how to engage with technology to gain the maximum output. With this in mind, we're going to explore our new relationship with ChatGPT um, in this episode and challenge ourselves to start using it tomorrow. But before we begin, I want to be clear that our goal is meaning making. More is not more. And sometimes people just type in things and just copy and say, this is good enough. It's a lesson plan. No, more is not more. For ChatGPT to be effective in our practice, we need to know how to engage it successfully. So here's my attempt in modeling the process while making mistakes and laughing all the way. I will present my prompt on chat GPT responses and my commentary to the answers. So let's go. So here was my prompt um, that I gave chat GPT in preparation for this episode. What is a good prompt to start a search in chat GPT for teachers who are new to the process? Many teachers get frustrated because they often do not get the answer they're looking for because the prompt is not detailed enough. What suggestions do you offer? This was ChatGPT's response. Creating effective prompts for ChatGPT, especially for teachers new to the process, involves providing clear and specific instructions. Here are some suggestions. So let's go through some. I did not take every suggestion because some of them were a bit redundant okay so here we go be specific about the request that's the first step instead of a general query like teaching tips try something more specific like effective strategies for teaching mathematics to elementary students or classroom management techniques for elementary school teachers think about what is at the heart of what you want to know. Remember, more is not always more. So watch your words, my friends. So in regards to being specific about language, if you listen to my prompt, I said new teachers, and I had to go in and manually override examples from high school teachers because I wasn't specific enough. So this is me owning my process. Use descriptive language. Include relevant details in your prompt instead of just saying teaching resources. Try online resources for creating engaging science lessons for elementary school children. 
The more you can describe what you need, the better the system can give you an output that's in alignment with what you want. That makes sense. Here we go. Ask open-ended questions. Encourage detailed responses by framing questions in an open-ended manner. For example, instead of how to teach science, ask what are innovative approaches to make science lessons more interactive and enjoyable for elementary students? Personally, I love open-ended questions because they allow for more possibilities for exploration. The only problem is being too open because then you will receive answers that go beyond the scope of your research. I would use a variety of factual, conceptual, and debatable questions that's outlined by Lynn Erickson um, to guide this process. I've created a matrix utilizing the Viterhole question matrix um, in my guide called Plan for Inquiry, which is linked in um, the, my blog post um, at um, thinkchat2020.weebly.com so you can find it there, okay? And also, um, I will put uh, the link in the descriptor for you. All right, let's move on. Provide context. Briefly explain your situation or context to get more personalized responses. For instance, I am a new elementary teacher seeking strategies to motivate students during remote learning. We still have some people in that process. This helps the system to differentiate what information it will give you so you're not overwhelmed. Pretty smart, eh? All right, let's go on to the next one. Use multiple sentences. So break down your request into multiple sentences or bullet points to make it clear and organized. This can help avoid ambiguity and improve the chances of receiving the relevant information. I do this all the time and it's amazing what will um, come out as a result. This is perfect for words within a unit of inquiry. So for instance, if you are struggling to know how to connect all of this vocabulary from your different content area and your unit, I put them into ChatGPT and I ask the program to sort the list using a related concept as a category heading. So I can see the relationship between the words and it's such a time saver because it happens within two seconds. Okay, something to think about. Now we'll go on to specify grade level or subject. If your query relates to a specific grade level or subject, include in that information. For example, this is what I received. Effective teaching methods for introducing Shakespeare to ninth grade students. I received this answer because my original prompt was not focused on elementary. I've had to modify all the answers, like I said, to be more specific to elementary. Something to consider. It's lesson learned, right? Even utilizing it as a moderate user, I still make mistakes and that's okay. But guess what? I'll just tell it afterwards, it spits it out. I'll say, hey, can you please modify this for elementary? And they're like, certainly. And then they do it. Love it. So request examples. So if you're looking for practical examples, explicitly mention it in your prompt. For instance, can you provide examples of play-based learning activities for fifth grade students while exploring migration? This allows for detailed search, but also specific to the content you're teaching. I am loving it. More like, honestly, um, it's searching the whole internet for this, right? 
you cannot do that. And so then I take whatever the response that's given to me and modify it like, oh yeah, I've done something like that. And then I'm able to embed my own personal response. So that's something to think about. This isn't the final, it's almost like a rough draft, right? It's a beginning draft of ideas to spark and springboard. That's how I look at it. So last but not least, mention constraints. So if there are any constraints or specific conditions you need to consider, mention them in your prompt. For example, teaching strategies for a classroom with limited technology resources. This will help to limit the search. And you, if you've already done, let's say, a multiple step search, um, uh, let's say for the scientific method and you're looking for um, strategies on how to make that come alive, right? Specifically, I will tell it with constraints, please do not include, um, uh, let's say, uh, making a hypothesis. I've already talked about it, right? I'll say, please do not include making a hypothesis so it doesn't give me the same strategies. You uh, So uh, mentioning constraints is really powerful. So remember, the more details and context you provide the prompt, the better the chances of getting more relevant and helpful response. So this is what I um, did next. I asked it, what is a good prompt to start a search in ChatGPT for elementary teachers who are new to the process? Okay. So I revised this because I wanted to see if I was missing anything since I had not been specific enough about elementary teachers in the beginning. And I should have, um, you know, uh, researched these prompts before writing this last one, right? Um, the steps that I just told you, ironically. And here's what ChatGPT gave me. It gave me a shorter response, which I thought was cool. And this is a different way of looking at how you can take all the steps that were just mentioned and put it into a consolidated prompt. This is what ChatGPT said. Certainly, crafting a detailed and effective prompt is key to getting the information you need. Here's a suggestion for elementary teachers who are new to the process. So this is what you can put in. I think it's fantastic. Hello, I'm a new elementary teacher eager to enhance my teaching toolkit. I'm particularly interested in strategies and resources suitable for young learners. And I would put the grade level, personally, or age level. Can you provide practical tips for classroom management engaging lesson plans, and any recommended online tools or activities for subjects like math and language arts. Feel free to share personal experiences or insights from fellow educators. Thanks a bunch. I recently uh, went to uh, the IB Global Conference in Dublin, Ireland, and I attended a session of a head of school who was utilizing ChatGPT to create like school improvement plans and, uh, and goal setting and everything else. And he suggested using language like this um, because when the machines take over, ChatGPT um, will remember the ones that were nice to it. And I was like, okay, so I like this language. So this prompt includes key elements such as role, um, specific areas of interest, and the request for practical tips and resources. 
Adjust it according to your specific needs and don't hesitate to add more details if there are specific challenges or grade, um, or grade levels you want to focus on. I found this prompt quite eye-opening because it put all of the ideas together in a clear example and that's to the point. Good job, ChatGPT. Once I received my answers, I wanted to see if the platform could modify the responses into my voice. This is hilarious. And it's also eye-opening at the same time because I had to ask myself, do I really sound like this yowzer? So here was my prompt. I added another, after getting all of these responses, this is what I said. How can we make the list of strategies reflect the voice of Lou Gerlach and confessions of a PYP teacher? Once again, I forgot to refine the prompt to be from the lens of elementary teachers. And once it was done, I received these answers. Okay. So I had to go back. So listen to this. This is ChatGPT response. Absolutely. Let's infuse the voice of Lou Gerlach and confessions of a PYP teacher podcast into these strategies. Be specific about the request. Lose touch. Hey, amazing educators. Lou here, venturing into the world of elementary teaching. Any secrets on making math an adventure for our little ones or tips for taming the energy of our vibrant classrooms? <laughs> I am losing it over here. Use descriptive language. Lose style. Calling all science enthusiasts, I'm on the lookout for online gems that can spark our, uh, add spark to our elementary science plans. Any fabulous resources to create lessons that leave our kiddos wide-eyed and full of wonder? <laughs> Ask open-ended questions. Lose curiosity. Picture this. Elementary science that feels like magic. What are your favorite out-of-the-box methods for turning how to teach science into Wow, science is awesome for our young learners. Use multiple sentences, lose clarity. Hey, awesome educators. I'm a fresh face in the teaching world and could use your guidance. Specifically, I'm curious about effective strategies for introducing storytelling to my lively second graders. Any tips or engaging activities you found success with? Specify grade level or subject. This is lose precision. Calling off storytelling enthusiasts, I'm in need of your brilliance. What are our favorite teaching methods for bringing the magic of stories to life in second grade in a second grade classroom? Now that you're done laughing about how Chat <laughs> TTP um, perceives my online voice, I want you to take a moment to be serious. How are you using the platform to enhance your teaching practice? Okay. Wasn't this humorous yet telling at the same time? Now it's your turn to practice and make your own voice with ChatGPT. So let's start slowly and go from there. So here's the first application challenge. I want you to go onto the ChatGPT or any type of open AI platform and type in two to three prompts as suggested above. I'm going to, um, in a few minutes, Make a blog post because that was a lot of info, right? So that you can go and see what it looks like. Be sure to include information that includes your context, your learners, your curricular and unit objective, and what you need in the end. 
because it can, it will only give you what you put into it. It's not a thinker, it's just a, a regurgitator, right? And so evaluate the responses and create follow-up prompts to refine the answer to where it will be useful. I would love it if you would share out, either um, share with us your prompts and your ideas on formerly known as Twitter at thinkchat2020, LinkedIn at Lou Gerlach, L-U-G-E-R-L-A-C-H, or within our shared community on Facebook of Confessions of a PYP Teacher. Join our group and share your responses. By the way, I asked ChatGPT for the first time to help me write this episode and all of the application series. If you are specific and thoughtful in your prompt, you'll get some amazing ideas. Of course, you're going to be weeding, but that's our role as meaning makers, right? It's not going to ever be perfect. And this is where the human has to make sense of the outcome. Um, and that, I feel like, is our new role. Uh, whether you love it, embrace it, or reject it, it's here. And so now we're trying to get ready for it in an easy way. I hope this episode helped you. Um, and I look forward to uh, listening to your responses.